This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Alma Pollard, Executive Director of the Green Times, Eco Consultant and Coach. Morning, Alma. Remember those days when they were so little and you didn't know what to do? Oh, my word. I remember it. Wow. I will <laughs> never forget. <laughs> I did that three times. Alva, <laughs> uh, we're in, uh, still in July. It's plastic-free July. I think we can agree that it's impossible to be completely – it will never be plastic-free. It's just too useful in everyday life. I guess it's what we do with the plastic that we no longer need that's really the big deal. Absolutely. So I wanted to unpack this because uh, Plastic Free July is launched every year and I have participated in it in the past. And it is a very useful thing to become really aware of your plastic consumption during July. So, you know, to see uh, to count your plastic waste and to figure out ways in which you can generate less plastic waste and really become more aware. Um, and a lot of people aren't aware yet. So it's mm. a good thing to have a focus on this. So this is kind of um, a worldwide focus on the pollution of plastic and the need for human change, especially human human habits. And also, uh, it's also a time when they look at alternative packaging and figure, try and figure out what what's the footprint of, of the alternatives that could be used. Interestingly enough, this is also supported by the plastics industry, which mm-hmm. will be the second half of what I'm talking about today. But first of all, let's just have a look at what they've done, um, what they're doing at the waterfront where they've saved the SA Plastics Pack, which means they're researching... Five restaurants are looking at their single-use plastic and how they could reduce it and line it to be part of the circular economy, as mm. you know, so that it's always reused and recycled and, and reduced. And basically part of that is to look at the value and therefore also the cost of of plastic so that people don't think the thing is cheap or valueless. Yeah. You can just chuck it away. If it's got value, you aren't going to just want to throw it into the environment or even into the waste. So they want to be um, a, a free of, of single-use plastics at the waterfront, which is quite an, an ambitious thing to do. And they've also jo- joined the Ocean Pledge, where they're looking at changing human behavior. So just a couple of very interesting stats. Yes. Um, Eight million tons of plastic ends up in the oceans per year. So 80% of ocean pollution is plastics. Now, we know that ocean that plastics also very visible because it's light, so it tends to drift around mm. as well. Now, this, the most common um, plastic pollution in the ocean, and the top of the list is shopping bags. Isn't that interesting? You Amazing. would think that that would not be the case anymore. Coffee cups and lids, straws, water bottles, earbuds, Sweets, paper, and takeaway containers. Um, and then South Africa generates 2.4 million tons of plastic waste per year. And that is 41 kilogram per person per year. Now, we don't know whether that's a lot or a little, but the world average is 29 kilogram per person. So can you see that we are really, really bad with plastic pollution in this country and consumption? Wow. So 70% of the plastic waste in South Africa is collected, but only 14% is recycled. So that's much lower than I must say I, I, I'd assumed. Mm. Only 3%, 3%, which is 79,000 tons, 
lands directly in the environment. And there, of course, it strangles, um, is ingested, it chokes the sea life, because environment basically means it ends up in the ocean, because the water washes everything to the sea. So that's really bad. But then for me, the other side of the coin is um, very important as well. And this is the response by the plastics industry. And they say the aim is a plastic-free environment, not plastic-free altogether. Because the problem is not the plastic. The problem is that it ends up in the environment. They are looking at, at alternatives to plastics and what are their footprints. Because plastic is very light, it actually has an incredibly low footprint in the manufacturing in it. And it also means when it's used, it is lighter. For example, if you had to send a whole bunch of water bottles off in a plastic container on the lorry, the, the petrol consumption is going to be lower than if you if you shipped all that water in glass bottles oh. because it's much heavier. So there's more carbon dioxide and, and monoxide uh, and more climate change gases into the environment. So uh, they're saying that a new our, our modern life is absolutely impossible without plastics. If you think of the medical world mm. and food packaging and cars and tech and buildings and construction, mining, everything uses extensive plastic. And most plastics are actually recyclable or made of recycled content. And, and, and often the alternatives have three times the footprint and are not really even biodegradable. You know, we've spoken about biodegradable, so-called biodegradable plastics yes. before. So, of course, it's more... CO2 production, it's more water is used in the manufacture, and it's heavier. So, yeah, the CSRR looked at, at shopping bags, and they looked at 21 different indicators, like water, soil consumption, global warming, pollution, job creation, affordability. And of all the alternatives I looked at, the, the reusable plastic bag had the lowest footprint. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That's so we idea. can't just say all plastics are bad. If I look at straws, plastic straws have half the footprint of paper straws. And paper straws have three times the global warming impact that plastic straws have. So you see, for mm. a full understanding, this is an incredible material. We just have to make sure how we use it and how, where it ends up. So the problem is how how we dispose of it and also in South Africa big issue is that our waste management system mm. is broken. They've even discovered that in twenty twenty one there was been no improvement in waste management in South Africa at all. Thirty five percent of South Africans use communal dumps. Now you know what those look like. That's what they what they have in the townships where really there is no proper waste management at all. And one point six percent have no facilities. So actually in South Africa the problem lies with how the waste is managed, and I think that's where the focus should go now. Yeah, Alma, thank you for that. Um, a quick question for you, um, connected but slightly disconnected, since you've shared with us so um, thoroughly on what's going on in Plastic Free July. Seeing the heat wave in the UK, hearing a comment yesterday of uh, reaching 40 degrees in London, measured at London Heathrow. It's the highest temperature they've ever recorded. And whenever yep. I hear these things, I think of you first. The moment I heard them say that, I said, I wonder what Alma Pollard would say about this and climate change. <laughs> well, I have a daughter in the UK, and she told me yesterday, oh, mom, it's so hot here. Because she always complained about the heat here, and now mm. she's there, and now it's also hot there. <laughs> 
So, yeah, no, it's it's incredible. And I just think, my gosh, what type of summer are we going to get? I mean, we've now had heat waves in the winter a couple of times yeah. this year for the first time ever. And therefore, our big fire as well, you know. Mm. So, yeah, we are definitely, it's uh, bad times. Thrilling. So we need to continue to do what we can do. And if you're unsure of what's really going on, you've heard. Elma's got all the information, all the statistics. She knows what's going on and uh, the stories you'll find on thegreentimes.co.za. Stay informed, stay up to date with what's happening and be part of the solution. Elma, appreciate your time this morning. Have yourself a really great day. You too. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.